Too Black, Too Strong. Hello. What's going on, brother? What's going on with you? Oh, nothing much, man. What's happening with it? Hey, man. Okay. All right. What you got to say, man? Talk, talk to the people out there, man, and tell them what, what can be done to help people that's locked up, man, and being putting on, uh, put on lockdown and, and taken, taken away from, uh, you know, uh, wreck and, and eating and, and that sort of thing, man. What, 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 what do you have to say on that? Okay. First, first thing first, you know, saying when you, when you get in a situation like that and come into the process, you got you got to be, you know, saying willing to come in there and make a change within yourself first. Mm-hmm. It got to start with you, because if, if you don't come in there and make no change within yourself and be willing to help yourself, them guys in there they they, they not finna they not finna help you get up out of there. They not finna help the situation that's going on. Most of them guys get up in there and they think that it's old wealth. They throw it away. They ain't got nothing to live for, and. They started to create problems for the ones that's in there that's trying to do right and trying to go home, trying to stay a little warm and trying to stay off lockdown and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? Right. You got you got so you know, you got you got you got the administration first now. When you in that dinner with the administration, when you got administration in there that's over a majority of you know over a group of people that's locked up in the premises that don't care nothing about them. And then you got officers that's under the administration that's 50 50, some is in there to, to treat you like a human being. And then the others are in there, you know what I'm saying, just going along with everything that the administration come up with, how, how they want to treat you, how they want to do you, just to get a check. That, that would have problem coming in there. Right. Because, because the simple fact is that when people come in there and treat you like a human being, the only thing you're thinking of is that these people are not looking at it that. What the crime you did, what you locked up for, they don't know if, if you're in there, you're innocent, or you, you know what I'm saying, or you, you know what I'm saying, or you're not innocent. They don't know that. Right, right. And, and, and then, you know, once, once, once you go in there and you got one, maybe two, you know what I'm saying, that do something, and you want to put the whole facility on lockdown or the whole jail on lockdown, you ain't done with creating a problem with a problem that you already got. Right. Because you got the, you got the other inmates in there. That got life sentences, and no saying, and got got little walls and all this stuff. And when that when you do it like that, you got people in there that's gonna be mad at them two individuals, but they're gonna be more mad at the staff for the staff that's trying to do group punishment because of two individuals. When you can just remove them two individuals from the from the equation, and that'll solve the problem. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. And you know. You know, and then, you know what I'm saying, by you, by you taking the little privileges away that people already get, it don't do nothing but make the whole situation better than what it already is. Because you punishing, you punishing people, loved ones, family members, kids, and stuff like you said earlier. I've been there. I did 20 years in the prison system. And mm-hmm. if, if I'm in there and I'm on 80 other inmates that's in there, and it's two or three of them that, that's doing wrong, and you want to come in there and take my privilege where I can see my family number, my kid, my little one. Yeah, of course I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be mad toward, towards the two individuals that, that, that caused the, the riot, and I'm going to be mad towards the staff, but not just punishing them and punish everybody as a whole. That's not the way you solve problems. So they're creating a hostile environment all the way around. All the way around. Wow. All the way around. Ain't no way, no way around it. 
because you got guys in there that's really in there trying to change and trying to do the right thing and want, you know what I'm saying, want to see loved ones and want to be able to go outside and everything else. Well, let me let me ask you this, man. How long have you ever experienced a lockdown uh, situation? I experienced a lockdown a whole month. Wow. A whole month when I was in there. And 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 and, and, and with <clears throat> with the time that you did when you know when you first went in, how long? Now, let, let me let me make a disclaimer before I ask you this question. I'm asking this question, people, because of. Uh, the situation that has already occurred. I'm not uh, trying to get nobody prepared to go into the system, yet on the same token, if you do go into, into the system, I'm looking for this to uh, create a, an avenue for you to go in with the, with the proper uh, 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 thing on your mind so that you don't have to be put in, in, in a very violent or hostile situations that's the reason i'm asking this brother this question all right now when you first went in there man how long did it did it take you to just realize and get adjusted to you being in prison and and that's where you're going to be at how long did that take you okay in my situation you know what i'm saying i had never been incarcerated before in my life and once i got my time and got to the prison system and got up in there and seen how everything go within a week's time and I've seen that people telling you when to lay down, when you can watch TV, when you can take a shower, when you can go and eat, what time to go to work, you know what I'm saying? It all that rest the right then. And I said to myself, I said now, two things I can do. I can I, I can fall into the system and stay in the system or I can help myself to get out the system. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what and what I done and what I done is that I began to study law because without law you ain't got no defense because the same same way you you have to have law to represent yourself in the world the same way you got to have laws and rules to represent yourself within the prison too. Okay. And they have a law library, but you got some people in there that's in there. They just in there. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. You, you, you have, I got ran across a, a bunch of good guys there that was trying to help themselves, trying to get up out of there. And they, they, they use the access to the law library. Right. But you got some guys now that's coming there and they, the same thing they were doing on the street. Don't care nothing about nothing. Always lean depend on somebody else. Always being a fallen, not trying to be a leader, not trying to stand on their own, and they fall into the trap. Because you got guys in there that ain't never going home. Don't care nothing about going home. So, therefore, they're going to try to keep you there as long as they're there. They right. know they ain't going to because they're home. Right. They're right. Right. Okay. Okay. I feel it. I feel it. Now, another thing is, did you go in with 20 years? Did you know that you had that amount of time to do when you first went in? Or did you go in and you and you incurred more years? How did your situation pan out? Did you go in, you know, what? how did that go? I was sentenced to 20 mandatory years when I went in. I, I, fought, I fought from 1997 all the way up to 2001. Constantly spending money. Everything I found, they kept turning down. I went to the Supreme Court, U.S., Fifth Circuit, the regular court. Everything that I found, they turned it down. Right. Because of, of my past. 
because of how I was on the street. I had selling drugs, and they couldn't catch me. It took them a, a long amount of time to catch me. And for the name that I made for myself on the street, it hurt me more than, I, than, than it helped me because I thought that, you know, saying, I'm Fox. Everybody looking at me. I'm doing this here. I got money. I got it. And I had the attitude before I got locked up is that as long as I got money, they can't touch me. I never go to jail. never do anything. But when the situation occurs and I got and I got caught up in the in the in the wrong place at the wrong time, mm-hmm. all all the reality kicked in. They took me to rain. I got down there, and I'm sitting there and. When it's time for me to go to court, and I went to court, and that judge said, I sent you to Mississippi Department of Prison for 20 mandatory years, that's when all the reality kicked in that no matter how much money you got, no matter how untouchable you think you is, it's going to happen if you keep doing the wrong thing. Right, right. So don't keep testing the water. No, don't keep testing the water. Because I got in prison one day when I was in the home, I read the newspaper and looked at the news. Because things study change every day. Without without knowing what's going on in society, how you prepare yourself to come back to society. Right. Right. Because when you, when you I went in and that itself, I got out twenty seventeen. When I got out twenty seventeen, the first thing I did, when I got a driver's license, I wanted to put in about fifteen applications. I then stopped. I, I stopped by places. Are y'all are y'all accepting applications? Are y'all hiring? Because it was in my heart, and I said within myself, this is the change I made within myself. I'm going to come out here and work for what I want. I'm not going to fall victim to the prison no more. Mm-hmm. That 20 years was enough for me. Right, right. You okay. know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not speaking proudly about doing 20 years, but I'm mad enough to say that I did what I did. I hated it took for me to do 20 years to understand that I didn't have to do that. But I accepted it. Right. I accepted it and man up to my mistakes that I made. Right. Right. But oh. and when I was in it, as long as I pray, stay focused, watch the news, mind my own business, and, and concentrate on me, uh-huh. I ain't had time for the foolishness. Right. Because I got I got I got to do my time, get up out here, get back to my family, my kids, and come out here and do the right thing. Okay. I've been out three years. Okay, and one more one more question I got for you. Well, actually, two more questions. In in light of uh, going in there and coming back out, how did 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 uh, you know society getting readjusted to society, man, and family, all of that? How did that how did that affect you? Well, you know, my kids were grown. They was kids. They were they were small kids when I left, but they were grown when I came back. And I had sat down and I'm saying trying to make peace and make bond with them with so much stuff that they heard, uh, so much stuff that was put in their heads. And like I told my kids, I said, "Look, I can't, I can't change my past. I said, I ain't gonna sit here and tell you I can. I'm not gonna go back and forth with you. But I can say that what I thought that I was doing for you to help you, I end up hurting you. I'm sorry." Mm. Because only thing I can do now is just to sit here and tell you that I'm your father. I'm here for you. Whatever you need, I can help you with it. If I ain't got it, you know what I'm saying? We'll try to get it the right way. And 
I had to do that first in order to, you know what I'm saying, that they have to have myself on level ground because I had to get back with my kids because my kids were grown when I came out. Mm-hmm. And they, you know what I'm saying, they understood what I, what, what, what I said and they accepted it. But now I have two, two boys and I'm still working with them, you know, because me and them, we don't bend them on, you know what I'm saying, we shut out before I, before I went in. And like I told him, I said, whatever your mom told you, I said, I'm your father. I'm here face to face with you. I'm going to tell you what I did for you. Right. I said, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not gonna sit here and say, well, your mom, she ain't nothing. You don't need to trust her. You don't need to do it. No. Whatever relationship you know your mom got, that's the relationship that I'm proud of. I commend all my kids, mama, for the job they did of raising them kids while I wasn't here to help them, was here able to be here physically. Right, right, most definitely. And I was saying, my mom, them, you know what I'm saying, they stuck by me, they stuck by me, my wife stuck by me, and once I came, once I got out and came out here, I was I was focused on getting out here, giving me a job, and living. Okay. I can't get back the past. Right. I can't put up and work on the future. Right. Okay. All right. Next question is this right here, man. Uh, throughout the, 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 the you know, years that you spent in there, how much did the system change? Did it change for the better or the worse? Or what part did change? How, how did that happen? The, 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 system, the system is never going to change for the better. In, okay. in my opinion, it's never going to change for the better. Because simple fact is that the legislature come up with all these new laws. Uh-huh. And when they come up with these laws, the inmates in there, okay, say, well, if they finna the change the law, I'm gonna be able to get out early. And the first thing I said, what you wanna go out there and do? I'm gonna go out there and try it again. The system already changed, so they didn't change the law, so, you know what I'm saying, they can't give me this much time for this no more. And, and the system, you know what I'm saying, they constantly, it constantly just blindsided. Especially, especially our black race, they cross the black side mm-hmm. with all all these new rules and laws that they coming up with, because they 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 thinking that it's helping them, but in reality it's not, because like everybody said, prison system is designed for the it was designed for the black man to fall into the prison system, but mm-hmm. as soon as a bunch of white come into the prison system, that's when everything started to come in effect. As far as we need to change the law, we need to do this, we need to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate your time on that, man. I thank you for calling in, bro. Uh, okay. uh, this is this is one of the brothers uh, for my people out there, man. That's that's my man Fox, man from Jackson, Mississippi. That's a brother I've been knowing, man, since before he was in the system. He came back out the system, man. As a matter of fact, before he came out the system. He got in contact with me, man. We started back on the music thing, man, and the, and the brother's still keeping in contact with me. So I appreciate you for calling in, brother. Okay, I got you. All right, man.